A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So it's funny. I was thinking yesterday. <laughs> I was thinking yesterday. So it, so yesterday was that Friday? It was freaking. It seems like a no, no. That was Saturday. Okay, it seems like a million years ago. Friday was kind of the end of my life as I know it. Not. I'm not saying dead the end, but it's just it's like a part of it is over and the new parts beginning. But so like Friday night, I didn't sleep into yesterday morning. I was up till like 6 a.m. And I was insane, out of my mind. If you're one of the people in the streets of uh, Portsmouth or Newburyport, Massachusetts, who saw an insane fat man walking around, I apologize. I hadn't slept. I don't do that. But I've done it twice in the last month because I've had just stuff has happened in my life and in my marriage. And so I am, um, so that was me just stumbling around and out of my brain insane it happens but i was thinking yesterday because i uh friday because i had david stockman on he was reagan's budget guy <laughs> this is so freaking funny how life is like there you go it's my, my the stark realization that my marriage is ending mixed with me talking on the phone on the radio show enthusiastically to reagan's budget guy who was really good, actually. He was fun to talk to. Then he followed me. We had a good conversation. It was a good interview. I was into it. I think he probably thinks I'm a little nuts, but 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 I, you know, I I liked it. I like talking to him because I don't know. I know feelings and energies. You know, it may be like some of you guys. It's like you're better at feeling out something than having an analytical, like big, deep and wide knowledge of it. And so so I talked with this guy. Reagan's budget guy about economics. I know nothing about economics. I don't know how anything works. I don't know really what the Fed does or what interest rates do. I know that I don't think I, I know, I know I don't have any money and I get a lot of uh, calls from 800 numbers. Uh, Most of them I think all want money from me and I've made it to 50. Like I essentially did my own finances and, and have, I've always, as Liz Warren says, lived on the ragged edge of freaking the middle class whatever it is it's fine it's fine um but but so like so i don't know anything about economics but it was funny so so david stockman's following me 
and Reagan's budget guy. So it was, and, and it was it's such a good feeling to have. And I'll, by, I'll, by the way, you guys, I'll follow along in the chats and try to get messages here because you probably want to know what's going on. <clears throat> and Patreons, are, um, I appreciate that. I'll do something. I got to figure it out. I'm now working solo, so I'm also out of my mind. I'm insane. And it, this is the podcast everybody told me not to do. I've talked to already. Like I've been like bitch, like a bitch on the phone to like 43 close friends already this morning. They're all like, you can't do the podcast. Don't do the podcast today. You don't want to do it today. Like for both legal and other reasons um but i want to because the whole idea of the podcast was that it was my daily journal almost to check in this is before alice was part of it, to check in and figure out my what the freak is going on with my life and like with our lives in the world and you know it started it started in 2020, and i remember one of the first shows it was like just like what the freak is going on and it's funny like God, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person who's like every four seconds now. But I was like, I was thinking, oh, like even at the beginning, I was trying to figure it out, and and that's what I'm doing now. So that's why I'm doing this podcast that I shouldn't be doing right now. Alice, actually, the, the last thing she'll do as part of my life, probably in part podcast, is she just set this the video up for me. I don't know if going forward, this this computer is literally ten years old. And I don't know if it handles OBS, which is the software that you use. So I'll have to figure something out for that. If you want video. I mean, is it worth watching video if it's just me? I mean, she's beautiful. I'm ugly. I'm not good to look at on the air. All I'm like, I'm, but if, if, if that's a thing, I never got it. I never understood what people watch podcasts. The only time, I mean, I've only started watching podcasts recently with Alice because we watched the Kirk Minahan show. And so... That's the thing we do as a family. That's what we like. We don't watch Yellowstone. Like we watch that when it comes out because we love it. And um, but other than that, that, I would never watch it before. It is kind of interesting to watch it though. Um, I would always just listen to it, and it's it's whatever. So back to uh, David Stockman. This is why I'm, I don't get paid a lot of money because I'm don't get to the point. But back to David Stockman. So. <laughs> The thing that I makes me happy is is are these podcasts I listen to. I listen to Jerry's podcast, obviously, which I, which I love. I think it sounds better than ever. I'm glad News Banks grabbed him. Um, and obviously, I listen to KMS. And um, so, I was listening Friday night. Friday night, just before my world um, exploded, and and it occurred to me. <laughs> while listening that how good montante is if you guys don't know him he's he's um he's a guy he's got his own podcast i don't know what montante's world is called and he's on with jerry callahan and he's on with kirk minahan and i thought to myself this guy is like really good with both of these guys he's the best guy who's really good with both he's like bo jackson you know to playing two sports and like he really he's really good at it Which is, which is, I think, tough because they're two very different things. But he kind of can roll with Kirk and Jerry. And in both cases, he's a good member of the lineup. He gets the show, so you're not missing. You're not having a show that's kneeling down and catering to him. He brings a show up. He knows how to play the game, and so it's like it's a good show. And I was going to tweet that out. I was going to tweet it out and say, 
I've got to say that Montante is like equally as good uh, with Jerry as he is with Quirk, which is very rare. And like, like this, what a interesting talent that is. And and I thought about it, and I thought, wait a second. I don't know that, and this is maybe me selling on because I said. David Stockman now follows me on Twitter. Reagan's budget guy, who we've just had a really good interview. Do I want the first tweet he sees from me to be about how Montante is good on the Jerry Callahan show and the Kirk Minahan show? Do I want him to plunge into my life like that particular way? I mean, I've tweeted out worse things, obviously, and just stupid things, and I do it all the time. But, but I just thought it was funny. It's like, that is my world. I'm on the phone with Reagan's old guy, and I'm listening to my favorite podcasts and having a, a thought about them, and now don't want to tweet and upset the apple cart. And, and then, like, we watched, Alice and I watched, uh, we watched the thing, the cops who killed the guy in Kentucky. And my feeling is this, my feeling one is CNN was salivating, trying to sell this as the next Rodney King thing. Everybody was extremely the network seemed to be extremely giddy and excited. It's gross the way they all acted. I think that what we saw there in that video is the cops did what they thought was the best thing to do. They're human beings. They got racked by this guy. He was obviously seemed to be on something. He beat the crap out of them. He, uh, or, or tried to, they couldn't handle him. They were, uh, embarrassed they they waxed him it was bad news all around i think maybe <clears throat> listening to these cops talk to each other it they sounded like a bunch of dudes who didn't necessarily live lives as cops for a long time i don't know but i mean this is what you want this is what you're doing now this is what we're doing is everything's been degraded in the world so that's the police force now and even police brutality is a bad thing it shouldn't be happening but there was no there seemed to be no leadership on the spot there to stop it and that's just the way that everything is now. Everything's frigging ruined in a lot of ways. Like you've, you've, this is, I, I would say this, I wish that guy was not dead. I wish those cops were not in trouble. I think it's terrible for them. Their lives are ruined. They, that guy's life is obviously over. I think it's a symptom of where we are in 2023. And this is where we started in 2020 when we started having these conversations. I mean, you've, You've done, we've done the most horrific, bad, awful, horrific thing. We've done it again and again and again and again. We've torn down all the statues and burned the neighborhoods. And like, You're talking about one guy? And now it's like one guy because he died at the hand of police. There's got to be riots around the country. I've seen and waited for riots and excitedly, you know, we're waiting for riots. That's where we are. We're craving ass society now, and it's crappy. And we want this stuff to happen. We want it to be like this. You know, people looking to to whack each other on social media. You know, I said Friday night that it was BS that they, the CNN set this thing up like a snuff film, or whatever, and it wasn't. Then people coming after me and saying, "What do you mean exactly? You know, trying to cancel you, or whatever." It's the same old thing. I'm so bored of it. I'm bored of the cancelers. I'm bored of cancel culture. I'm bored of talking about cancelers. I'm bored of people just sucking and sucking in social media. And I'm bored of other cliche crap that happens. In life. I'm just freaking sick of it. And I don't mean to be a bitch, by the way. I'm sorry about that, guys. I don't. I don't mean to. But <sighs> that's where we are, and I don't want to spend any more time. Okay. So, uh, Bill says hi, Tom. Uh, some Tommy says all good, Tommy. 
Tyler says, are you in a hotel? Tom, I have a fix for your old computer. Hang tight. Tommy, I may need that. By the way, um, and um, Danny and Bill Ricca, I will get uh, – I'm sorry about those T-shirts. Jesus Christ, do I look like a fucking mess. Oh. But um, this is a good T-shirt, actually. It's a cat T-shirt, if you want to see. But I just – I have no shoulders. I've got bad physiology, generally, which is, like, one of the reasons that, that we've all enjoyed the – the fact that Alice has, you know, come down to my level because she is, she looks gorgeous. I saw her this morning and she looks, she set this this thing up. Like we're splitting up and, and she set this up, you know, because I can't figure it out. But this, this may be the last video for a while. I'm not even sure. But, um, so, okay, Tom, all good time here. Are you in a hotel? I am not in a hotel. I am in my house and we'll see how that goes. I, that's where I am. Danny and Bill Rica, thank you for the forks. I got them. Uh, we almost got a picture of Alice holding them, but that's it. Um, Tyler says, I'm sorry if things are done between you and Alice. That's really sad. Uh, agreed. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It came like a like a, a lightning bolt, I will say. And I did, so so this is, so I'm going to go about this in a couple of different ways. One, I, you know that I'm a whore and willing to sell myself and me and Alice as a package and Alice alone. For attention, but I'm not doing this now. It's, this is not what this is. I, it, it's really not. I know that a lot of you think it is, and I, I didn't need to do one of these. But I'm just going to get some stuff just on the record. Um, so, yes, events happened like they happen in life, and it has destroyed my relationship with my wife. And so, um, so and it's unfortunate, too, because it's so, like, cliche and, like, so unoriginal the way, like, this pitfall that happened um um so yeah so like so yes that is i mean i still she's here in the house i just saw her and unfortunately she looks so gorgeous she's wearing yoga pants and is in his sweater and she like looks she's look she's like the hottest woman around in my life and she's i, I wish she wasn't you know i hope she gains 30 pounds and becomes frumpy and but so yes but so we will go he said, uh, Tommy says, life is so damn hard. I've seen it all, including this. So sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, so it's so damn hard. And, but at the same time, and then that's why I'm not going to, I'm not going to bitch and moan. I'm, I, 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 I want, believe me, I've been a, such a bitch. And to you guys who are my friends who I've been bothering you, crying like a bitch for the last 48 hours. I'm sorry. I hate being that guy. I really freaking do. I hate it. It's so, God, so freaking haggard and terrible. <sighs> that said, you know, I am 50 and like, and, and like, I didn't expect to, to like a nuclear level clusterfuck to hit my life. But then again, how nuclear level is it? I'm, I'm not dying. As far as I know, I probably am, but, but like I've got, I can hear one of my kids making little cooing noises in the other room right now. Like I've got lovely kids, I love them. Their mother loves them. Um, and so, believe me, I can like think about like it's still hitting me. So this is all new. Like the the, the my new reality is like it's crazy. Like I've got a. It's just, it's just crazy how it works, and, like, my sister-in-law now, and, no, like, like, I, who I love, I love their family, and they're, like, the opposition now, 
It's like, wow, really? I mean, I love them, and I'll, I would never do anything mean or bad or, or, or say anything. Not that they give a shit. But they're awesome, and now it's like I'm that freaking guy. The good thing is, is like I'm at least I look good. I mean, for me, this is good. So like I could be three fifty right now. I'm not. I'm more like two eighty, I guess, maybe two seventy something. I think I'm losing. But there's the other thing. Like, welcome back to being like twenty years old, where I can't fucking eat or or sleep, so I'm losing weight. Yay! Because I'm not like really losing weight on a weekend one day anymore because I'm fucking traumatized. So, you know. But to be honest, like apart from apart from the uh like we always joke and it's a <clears throat> it's a running thing that that uh and it wasn't at first it was the real thing that like Alice is fifteen or fourteen years younger and much hotter than me now and now she's really I can't get over you can't, you you know uh, that I'm a child. I can't stop talking about how hot my wife is. Because I'm a 14-year-old emotionally and mentally because I'm – I don't know. I didn't develop – well, I don't know what happened. Fucking fetal alcoholism syndrome. I don't know what it was. But I can't even handle the fact that my wife is so hot. She's so gorgeous and I, and I love her and all that stuff. But, but um, you know, sometimes in life crap comes to an end. And sometimes, unfortunately, it's an excruciatingly painful end, which is what this is. It's, it's fucking terrible. Um, but – that said, I don't. Nobody wants to hear a fat old man bitch, and I. I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to fall into like every bit of the cliche. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to do it. I. We have our kids. We have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to do in this house. I have a lot of work to do in my career. I've got. I. I don't. I can't even imagine like dating. Like, what am I? I don't want to hear anybody's news freaking story. I'd rather just be gay with a friend who I've had for you is any my friends actually gay and not told me it let's just be a couple makes it easier I don't want to learn know anybody new I don't want to meet any new any meet anybody new I'm not doing this like I've I've done this I did the big project with with my wife and that's us and that's it and and you know it's funny it's because our it's funny because this is what it's not funny but our relationship has never been better in 14 years or whatever it's been our relationship has never been better than it is now never there was no reason for these things to happen that ruined it because we had everything we were never better never better and now it's fucking car crashed that's it that's over so like so i think the burn barrel going forward <clears throat> But so much is different, you know, in my life, just like I'm in my life. And I'm sure in your life, too. <clears throat> Tommy says, stop knocking yourself. It's time to rebuild if it's truly over. Uh, Bill says, you're brave and nuts for doing this right now. Love from Tennessee. Thanks, Bill. From Tennessee. Yeah, where I worked seven lifetimes ago. Um... Janet says... Seven lifetimes ago, I worked in Tennessee at the Omni... No, the Omni... At the Opryland Hotel in Nashville. I was so young. It was so interesting. Oh, 
I was it's after working in Clarksville at a place called Fox's, which had great pizzas and subs. Where I made two fifty an hour and delivered. This is nineteen ninety two, so this is thirty. Is that forty years ago? Is thirty years ago? Yes. So I was twenty years old, or whatever. And even though I made two fifty an hour doing that job delivering pizza, I I loved it. It was such a good job, even though we were so broke. My brother and I lived together. He was in the army. They let him live off post, and in we lived in a trailer park in a trailer. Terrible trailer, smelled bad, huge insects, filthy. There was a gas leak. But it was my that job was so wonderful because I got to just drive around. Sometimes I'd have to deliver a pizza twenty miles away, like through tobacco farms and like way down away from crap and i just listened to rush limbaugh or the morning show that that was there then was a very liberal morning show and they were all thrilled because because i think clinton had just won the election so long i need my and um and so i mean just the changes that that happened and so there right there it was like 30 years ago that's me Not knowing anything about the world, 20 years old, in a trailer park, driving a, v- a Fuchsia VW Bug, my brother's Fuchsia VW Bug, which was a standard shift, just driving through cornfields and tobacco fields and delivering pizzas and subs. It's interesting. One of the people I used to deliver to was this guy who was gaunt, very unhealthy. He had this little dog. He would never tip me. A lot of people didn't tip down there. People just didn't have the money, but this guy was so sad. And I'm I'm pretty sure, to be honest, that I, I think the guy had AIDS and I think he was dying of it. And his heart was just broken. And he just would grab his sub slowly and just work his way back into his place. And like, fuck, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that life of loneliness. You're in Clarksville, Tennessee. Probably, I assume, a gay man who's dying in loneliness. You just... You know that the door is going to knock and be open, and it's going to be the guy with your Italian sub, or eventually it's going to be an EMT to take you to the final moments of your life. Shit. So, like, like the more uh, yeah, I think about that and in life, and like, um, this is not bad what's happening. I'm like, I've won the lottery, now they've taken the, my lottery ticket away. Like, that's what this is. I'm sorry I'm saying like so much. Jesus, what an asshole. But but so so like I had a super double charmed life and so I've lost part of that. Which I don't know that I ever deserved anyway. You know, I didn't do anything. I'm not necessarily a good man. I think it's But so there I am. Uh so but I mean think about all those past times and like what matters in life. Even with no money, at 20 years old, Clarksville, Tennessee, you don't need much to have a full life. And that was great. I always was chasing something. I wanted to be back then. I wanted to be a musician and famous and whatever. And obviously, I was too much a lazy dumbass to make that happen. And, and you know, I got into, I did the thing I wanted to. I got into radio. And, it did, you know, it was improbable that it would have ever happen. But I did one thing and another thing and another thing and made it happen and through the good through the you know through the benevolence of others whatever you know you got you know once you're in you're kind of in and 
So I made that happen, and so, so I, you know, I have a, I guess I have a, I've had a modicum of success. I've been not, not really. I don't, <laughs> like Colinane would say, like they would say, I can't call people I went to high school with. Still, I think I'm not that. I'm not that successful. But I got into radio, which was it's a tough thing to do. It's a tough business, and I'll give Dave Colinane all the credit in the world. And you know, some because it it takes something to. Uh, as much as I think he's the nihilistic, you know, fuckface, and but it takes something to make something out of nothing. Look at Minahan. It takes something to make some, something out of nothing. He had audacity and intelligence and heart and work ethic, and he made something out of nothing. Look at Jerry Callahan. He's a dude from Methuen, Massachusetts. Went to UMass Amherst with a Boston accent, uh, and I'm sorry to be an accent snob. It's freaking cares at this point. Don't don't worry about that. The accent people have exacted revenge on me. I can assure you. Um, but so, like, they're all. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All sorts of opportunities to make something out of nothing and make life extraordinary. And I think that's what the deal is, right? The deal in his life is trying to find something to be extraordinary. And now my life is not just my life. Obviously, it was my family's life. And just two days ago, it was my family's life. Now my family's different, but I'm, but it's still my kids' lives. And now I, you know what sucks? It's that my parents were divorced when I turned seven or so. They got divorced. And, and I remember the talk they had with me and my brother as we were little boys in our house in Dean Road in Winchester saying <laughs> uh runto three hills says so sounds like she dumped you because she lost weight <laughs> yeah i guess so maybe not um she would have plenty more reasons to dump me <laughs> she's got there's a lot of probable cause there i think yeah the judge is not going to have a tough time with this one i don't think um but <clears throat> but isn't that what life is, is trying to just pursue these opportunities and find happiness and fulfillment. And that's it. And I can't, like, why am I going to bitch? Like, why? Because, I mean, I got this fat because I sat around eating nachos and spaghetti for decades and managing not to die from it. You know, drinking beer. It's like, I have lived a comfortable life. I have been given, I have a brother who's a better human being than I am. I have parents I've been charmed. I've had friends who better are better than I am. I've had par my parents, even though I lost them early, or earlier than they should have. 
you know, I was charmed. I've loved, I've loved a charmed life. You know, I've, I'm a spoiled fatty from fucking Winchester, Massachusetts, who's got great people around him. You know, I joke like that, that I was from the bad side of Winchester and we were, it wasn't the Bill and Bob side, which is the really dodgy part. But it wasn't Winchester, Winchester. Nobody would recognize it as Winchester. Most people would probably say I grew up in Stoneham, you know. But it was still effing Winchester, Massachusetts. I grew up on a dead end with me and my brother and our neighbors owning a dead end street every night of our lives, playing all sorts of games, hockey, kickballs, um, baseball, football, everything, throwing the the nylon up in the air with the ball in it so bats would catch it. Like, we had a playroom our entire lives. Like, we had everything. I was just so spoiled by everything. I've had, like, and, and I don't want to... I've had... Thank you for the nice messages. I've had, um, like, I don't deserve... If you see me shirtless, I'm a wretched physical specimen. That's fat or skinny. Like I say, it's either like I'm either Hiroshima or Nagasaki. There's no good me, this body. There's no, like, I am the quintessential. Everybody expects me to wear the black ACDC t-shirt at the pool, and I'm going to because I have respect for other people. But, like, I've been, I've had, like, beautiful girlfriends. Really. And I know, I know that you guys, half of you think I'm a, yeah, uh, you know, a human sex trafficker anyway because my wife is so much younger. But I, I'm not, but they've, I mean, I've had beautiful, I've, nobody, I don't deserve a beautiful, but I've had that. Like, I had somebody in love with me when I was 22 years old. She was 18 and in college and had money and a personality. She was, she was, inter, and she was, I remember one day I gained weight and she said, Thomas, I, I don't like that you've gained weight. I try to keep myself supple for you. And I thought, wow, I've got this young lady telling me she keeps herself supple for me. And she did. Why? Like, what? Is my mind trickery? It's that good to be hanging out with this? But she obviously stopped hanging out with this and did all of the subsequent ones, including this one. But so I think that's the point. The point is to follow, try to find... Thanks, Danny. I appreciate that. So am I. Believe me. Like, just Danny, like I was saying, just two days ago, I was trying to get Alice to take a picture with your, the forks, the pitchforks you got, and then it exploded. Everything was over. Hold on. Um, I am going to play the chat chat because I want to go back in time to before my, oh, before my life was upended. And I'm going to catch some good old-fashioned shit from people which I deserve I know Tim left a message he told me he called my radio show <clears throat> which I appreciate it alright here we go who would you want to moderate your press conference if you really had to only choose one KJP or Jen Psaki I uh, well, I would say Saki because KJP is out of content all too much, and you can tell her that she's in pain. She's trying to effort away the the reporter's questions. 
I think th- there's such body language now between KJP, Queen Jean-Pierre, and the reporters that she can tell, they can all tell that she's hurting and she's in duress and they're kind of laying off of it and she's expressing to them that she would like some mercy and that she doesn't have anything to say and that she's in duress. So it's become kind of, and that was not quite ever that with Saki. Saki would get bitchy, which is better to watch. Uh, and plus Saki's really cute. I'm sorry that there's something I, you know, I like psychotic people, women, it's a thing, but she's like kind of really attractive in little too. She's so Connecticut. Oh no. Oh no. My daughter has heard me talking. Jesus Christ, that breaks my heart. Hello? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make it so that these kids are okay. But uh, maybe they're not okay. Maybe some of them aren't. But she's had a brave face, just like me and my brother when we were told that our parents were splitting up you know 1980 or whatever that was around the table and our parents said so just so you guys know we love you there's nothing about you it's not about you we love you both very much most important thing and my mother was so good at saying it and my dad was heartbroken and angry and talked to somebody this morning telling me what I need to say to my kids and it was a repeat of that fucking speech I got in 1980 maybe you got it too I mean all you guys are generation x half of our parents were divorced it was the thing to do but I heard it again I'm like man that's the same speech okay back to the chat chat the Chelsea fire wicked hot sauce chat 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 Tom I believe anybody that responds to Gabrielle Stars question about if you were asked if this is your first Fenway experience, if this is your first game. Any dude that answers those seriously, I believe. I think the the lexicon nowadays from the kids is called a simp, I believe. And furthermore, yeah, her assertion that over forty percent of NFL fans are female is complete and utter. Shit. Correct. Yeah, I, I know, but I do love her too because she's psycho, and I love psychos. I just I find them interesting because they're unpredictable. But you're right about that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's. By the way, I'm I'm all in for the sports chick thing, the pink hat thing. I know it's 20 years old, but like I'm all in. I think it shows like a good attitude that girls want to be a guy's girl, and it's a way that they to sidle up to a guy's kind of personality. I think that's great, and that's like Barstool's got that kind of thing going. There are the kind of women who are uptight about that thing, who are like, oh my god, I'm not standing out here. What if a ball hits me? And then the kind of girls are like, I'm up for it. Let's get some beers and watch the game. And there's like, I'm good to go with that. I think that's a winning combination, and that's a good presentation that women put on for men. <sighs> yes, it is the place with the line on Saturday. I believe they told me that yes. if you want to get there. On Saturday, you have to get there early because the roast beef sandwiches are apparently world-renowned. 
So that's what's happening. Yeah, that's a modern. I don't butcher. think I'm going to make the trip up there for that. But that's a modern. Butcher. Maybe you can. I can. Maybe I'll go today. As a matter of fact, I intend to be in Newburyport at some point in time today. So maybe I'll go to the modern butcher and f it. Just get a sandwich. I I haven't eaten. In, well, I guess I ate yesterday, 24 hours ago, whatever. But I don't. I'm not hungry. Obviously, I'm, but I, I can eat. So I'll eat. It doesn't matter. I think I'm losing weight. I'm. I'm. I'm I've got like heartbreak uh, weight loss happening. I'm good. Oh, all right. Hi, Steve from Merriman. Hey, Steve. Tom, I you distressed me a little bit the other day Why? Uh, during the show because you were talking about how I guess the ratings aren't where we hoped they would be right now <laughs> from WTIC. And, you know, you mentioned two words that drive me up a wall. What? Clay and Buck. Yeah. Now, listen to me. <laughs> the, the Tom Shattuck show on WTIC and the Burn Barrel podcast – Contribute more to the national conversation than Buck and Clay could shake a stick at. Okay, those guys suck. Have you ever heard anyone reference anything interesting happening on that show? No. It's it's just unbelievable. They're terrible. They're not men. They're they're half men, half non-fat dried milk. Okay, you're a real man. I think. Yeah, you're a real man with a real wife who has real vocal fry. And I think that's fantastic. So buck up, buddy. Keep killing it. Damn Thanks. straight. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that, Steve. Damn it, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, Clay and Buck, I mean, um, well, a good thing about them is I like um, Buck because he looks like Paul McCartney. I like guys who look like Paul McCartney. You know who else used to look like Paul McCartney? It was Chris Adams of... The wrestling super kick. Gino Hernandez is partner. RIP to both of them. <sighs> Steve, judging um, by this podcast, since I've been listening to it, um, nobody has a wider range for the term hot than Tom. Mm. Nobody. Yeah. There's no way anybody could call Amy Klobuchar hot. Yeah. I was thinking the same damn thing the other day. What is he talking about? It's not that he just said psycho. He said hot psycho. So she is. you're including the hot. That means you there's something there. And Ilan Omar, yeah. that woman could be, a, a, you name it, that could be Alexandra Ambrosio and have her beliefs, and I'd probably be unattracted. Alexandria. AOC, I guess I can get behind that one a little Ambrosio. bit. Who's that? But no, not Klobuchar, Tom. Ooh, she's good. That's a... You went a little bit too far on that one. Steve is absolutely correct. No, but rem remember, it's the attitude. It's the psychotic attitude that adds 20 to 30 hot points. That's why I like Rochelle Walensky. Like, she's obviously a psychotic, and I can't get enough of it. I want her to yell at me, I think. Hey guys, hey, it's Danny. Hey, Danny. I'm sorry for the poor sound quality. It's okay. It fits right in. From an airplane bathroom. Ooh. Um, everything's fine. I'm not under, under duress, and no one's forcing me to make mistakes. Um, however, if anything happens to like 888, flight 888. It sounds like you made it. It sounds like you made it, Danny. The sound quality is not great, but it sounds like you made it anyway.
Noticing that Tom has some wanderlust, and hopefully Alice can help us determine which is more, which is ranked one I, or This two. is the message that I was listen, wanting to hear the most. This is Tim and Ken. This is him. I told, spoke to him Friday on the air. Like one of the last conversations I had when my world was intact. So this is what I wanted to hear. I just want to get a piece, a taste of what like the before times taste like, felt like. And sorry to add taste to you, to my reference to Tim, but I want to like check back into that world because I'm in such a distorted place now. It's like, and and once again, I'm not in an ISIS cage. So I, this is a, these are real first world problems that I'm having. This is nothing. I don't deserve. I don't deserve an overabundance of pity, etc. And it's I'm it's I'm personally getting an ass kicking, but it it happens, man. You know, it happens to everybody. It happens to other people. Don't even talk about it. You know, I don't. You know, um. Noticing that Tom has some wanderlust, and hopefully Alice can help us determine which is more, which is ranked one or two. The first would be anybody that has the ability to use a simple tool such as a hammer, a wrench, a screwdriver. I mean, we're not talking like the splitting of an atom or yeah. um, cold fusion here. We're talking literally <laughs> hammering molding into a wall. Tom is in complete awe of any story like that. I am. And the other is... Dude, I can't find a stud. I mean, this is the worst possible double entendre. I can't find a stud in this goddamn house. This house is from 1,700 years old, and there's no studs. I, I get it. I know. I know. I know. Why do studs have to be called studs? It really makes it tough to talk about. But I can't find one, like, in this house. I've got paintings that I've bought, and I can't hang anything up because there's no studs anywhere, and I just, it's just the plaster. This room, most of this crap that you're seeing is stuff, well, you don't see it, but, I mean, I can't show you because then I can't get it. I don't want to. Anyway, this thing, that picture from Malden, from a, from this, from the trash in Malden, I mean, and I mean literally, it was left out in the trash in Malden, and I got it as we were moving up here to West Newburgh. That's not even hung correctly. There's 18 holes I drilled or banged to to hang that up. I couldn't. There was no stud. So yeah, so yeah, I can't. People who can hang trim and stuff like that, I am in awe. I maybe I'll do that with my new life. Maybe I'm not freaking above it at all. I I want to learn. I want to learn things from people who can do them. Some people just know how to do shit. It's incredible to me. My brother rehabbed an entire houseboat. Did painted the thing? Did fix the hole in the, the, the mullenizer, whatever it's called, the machinator, whatever. Like, like he knows how to do everything. I don't know how to do anything. I, I can do outside stuff because a moron can do that. And if I end up staying in this house, I do intend to get some spinach. I mean. That doesn't. That's probably seemed odd to you. I intend to grow a successful garden. We've got a garden box outside that went to hell. Is it Brian or Greg or Mike or Rick, whatever the guy's name is from karate, that he is in complete 
I don't know if awe is the right word, but my guy from let's discuss. It's Alice's guy from Karate Now. I'm not saying in a romantic way, but I'm just saying that she goes to Karate Now mostly. It's Brian. He's a great guy. Great guy. Kind of looks like, kind of looks like, um, Sarah Connor, John Connor. That's who he looks like. And Alice, no, Tom. Tom was around for Super Mario Brothers. He was not to go too far down this video game rabbit hole, but right. he was around because I'm basically the same age as Tom. I'm a facsimile of you, but I'm older than you by some number of years. Also, uh, he was around for that. I suffered through Atari. I, we played combat. <laughs> I played that missile command, asteroids. Defender. I played all those games into Cuba, into all that stuff. <laughs> I Tom love was Cuba. around for Super Mario Brothers. Yep. And I get what you're saying, Tom, with the uh, Ikari Warriors and stuff like that. Yep. But they also didn't come out at the same time. You, the, Mario Brothers came with the system. Yeah. With Duck Hunt. <laughs> so you played that one. And then, yeah, when the games got better, I played the better games. But you always go back to the classics. Every now and again, you go back and <laughs> play them. And what was it within television? The games that came with it was like poker, the flying game, and the tank game, right? There was the three for when you got in television. <laughs> Man, how magic was seeing those games on the wall at Toys R Us, those games. that Always the graphics looked much better than the actual game. Like the the toy, the toy in-television version of Space Invaders, the, the box looks so much better than the version. <sighs> So, by the way, thanks for everybody for reaching out today, and I appreciate it, and I'm glad I've got this one over with. This is the one that's the most different, the most, like, kind of painful, I guess, but thanks for the call, kind words, and everything that you guys do. I appreciate that. It is, it is, I know that you've got your own, your own shit. Um, was this about the roof repairs? No, I wish... Danny says he arrived. No, it, I wish it was about roof repairs. I wish it was. That would be novel. Danny says I arrived. That was actually from an airplane bathroom. I think I had sent something was happening. Something had a sense something was happening. Well, something's been happening for about a month or so, and then that was the body shot, and then I. Our marriage got the headshot about two days ago, and that was that was it. I came on here today to hear about LeBron crying. I didn't know he had. Janet says, uh, not sure if any of us can help. I don't think you can. It's okay. I turned 50 late September. I had to leave the home Columbus Day weekend, currently in a studio apartment, sleeping in a mattress. You're not alone. That's, uh, that's Jeremy. Hey, thanks, brother. Sorry. Sorry, man. I know that's tough. Sorry. Commander Box Eating Dad <laughs> says, parents uh, with also divorced, all the kiddos now, all about the kiddos now, sending them support. Yeah, that's what I'm told. It, it is all about the kiddos. So that's why my daughter's actually texting me. She can hear me. So, and I, and, and, and she just actually said, Ugh. <sighs>
man, what a bitch I am. <sighs> no, it killed me. There were texts that she sent like 20 minutes ago said, No, the text said it asked me if she could come with me if I left. All right. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Where do I hit the button? Thanks, everybody. It has been a blast. And I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate everything. I really do. Thank you. I, I won't be a bitch. The bitch bitching stops tomorrow. We're back to it. Thank you so much. Thank God damn it. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.